Hi everyone, welcome to Lola's Frugal Life. This is episode number 199. Today we're going to be talking about tips for landscaping on a budget. So please stick around for a few quick words from our sponsor and we'll get right into the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So before we get into the episode, really quick, I'd love to have conversations with you guys about these topics and continue the discussions outside of me just speaking in the podcast. So I'd love to have you come join our private listener group on Facebook. It's at facebook.com slash groups slash Lola's Frugal Life. Um, I always announce it at the end of the episode, but honestly, of course, I don't know how many of you stick it out all the way through to the very end. So I just wanted to put this up front just to make sure you know it's there please come join us there. It's a great group of people. And you can also follow me at Lolo's Frugal Life on Instagram if you'd like to reach me there also. Thanks. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about tips for landscaping on a budget. This topic was requested by a member of our Facebook um, private listeners group. So I'm really excited to do this topic because I love when I get requests for topics and it's something that I can do and the um, season is right to talk about this topic so it just kind of was kind of fun to get to do this so I have a list of some tips Um, I'm certainly no expert in landscaping and if you are you're probably maybe thinking some of the things I'm saying might not be um, ideal but these are my tips that I have um, or things that I have found in ways to save money on landscaping if you're trying to dedicate your money to something else other than landscaping for whatever other goals you're trying to reach, but you still want your regard to look decent and you wanna save money where you can. So the first tip that I have is simply just to neaten things up. This is really basic, don't worry, I'm gonna get into other tips, but I thought this was probably most important to just share um, as far as, even if you're on a really tight budget and you have really limited funds to spend, just going out and doing some cleanup can make a really big difference. It doesn't cost anything to pull weeds, prune bushes, rake some leaves. Um, you can re, you can uh, consider relocating some plants that maybe aren't doing well in their current location to a spot that would be better for them. I think sometimes what happens is when we feel like we don't have any money dedicated um, or like money set aside to um, put to a certain project, we feel like we can't really address that situation or that project because we don't have any money to put to it so then we can kind of ignore it um not we can kind of ignore it we we can sometimes tend to ignore it because we don't want to get involved in something that's going to wind up costing money when we don't have money allotted for that but if you just jump in and know that you're not going to spend any money but do the best that you can Um, with just straightening up and making things look neater and maybe just doing some manual labor, digging things up, moving them around, pulling out weeds, um, just anything like that. It can really make a big difference, just that simple cleanup of an area just to kind of make it look nicer. So I I definitely wanted to mention that as a tip. you know, and, and if you do, um, if you if you are able to do a cleanup, and then maybe you can even just do something like add a little bit of mulch to kind of like touch it up, um, that that makes a big difference too. 
Um, and most of the big home improvement stores like Lowe's and Home Depot have sales on mulch um, certain times of, of year. Um, I don't recall if it's both of them, but I know that at least one of them, I think it might be Lowe's, Lowe's but I'm not 100% sure, but I know one of them always does like a big mulch sale on Memorial Day weekend. So that's always an option. Um, I think it could definitely probably be cheaper to buy mulch like in bulk and have it delivered to your house. That's more on a cost per though. If you're just trying to do a really low budget little touch up, you're probably better off just buying the few bags on like the Memorial Day sale where you get, I forget, it might be like five bags for 20 bucks or four bags for $20 or something like that. Um, you know, like I said, the price per is probably cheaper if you're getting like a delivery, but if you're just trying to make things look neat and just do a little touch up here and there, you're probably not gonna wanna spend money on getting a huge mulch delivery um, if you're on a really tight budget. So my next tip is about flower containers. So for flower containers, what um, the one tip that I have is to consider planting your containers with seeds um, with fast growing annuals to fill your flower buckets, like for if you if you have like containers that you use like to decorate your yard, um, you can fill several containers with flowers for a couple of dollars. Um, you need a little bit of patience because you're not going to get that instant gratification of planting already flowering annuals that you'd pick up at the garden center. But it can be really fun to watch the seeds as they begin to sprout and then as they grow and eventually begin to flower. So like some fast growing annuals that I've done before are um, zinnias, um, nasturtium, I don't really know how to say that one, but it's like N-A-S-T-U-R-T-I-U-M. Um, I've grown them before, I just don't know how to say the name properly. And then um, cosmos, those are ones that I've done that grow really quickly. The cosmos aren't great, I don't believe, for containers. Um, we've done them like in the ground, but the other ones, I've definitely done in containers and they definitely grow pretty quickly. Um, you just plant the seeds, make sure you keep watering them and follow whatever instructions are on the, the packet. And um, they do grow pretty quickly and they'll fill a bucket so you can have a nice bucket full of flowers, um, you know, for like, I don't remember what a seed packet costs, but they're really inexpensive, like probably like maybe $2 maybe um, in that neighborhood rather than buying like a huge flat of um, plants at the garden center, which can get pretty expensive when you're trying to fill multiple buckets. Um, and then the nasturtium, whatever they're called, um, the bonus with them is they're actually edible and they can be put in salads. Um, I actually haven't personally done this, but you definitely can. Um, and I'm growing them this year, so maybe I might give that a try. Um, but that's that's always kind of pointed out whenever you read about them, or I, it might even say it on the seed packet, but you definitely can. Um, they're, they're edible. So that's that tip. Another tip is just a, about um, trying to find plants on clearance. Um, I'm not sure if all garden centers do this, but I know definitely that Lowe's has a clearance section for plants in their like garden area. Um, and you can often find plants that are perfectly fine, that just look a little bit beaten up. So they're not the ones that the people are gonna choose. Like when they're going to look at the flowers, they're gonna pick the ones that look the nicest. So the ones that get kinda beaten up or have a few leaves that died or they're dried, got dried up or whatever, they put them on the clearance um, rack. Um, and you can get really good plants 
at a really good discount if you're willing to just take them and clean them up a little bit and then give them a little bit of time to grow back into their nice self. Um, we had done this in the fall, um, but I've done it many other times. But most recently, we did this in the fall. Um, we got a bunch of mums. They were like $1 each. And we planted a bunch of um, buckets for the make like a nice little fall display in our uh, backyard, like on our patio. Um, but what, what happened is they had some like flowers that had finished blooming or whatever and they kind of had like dried up so they didn't look that great um but we got them super cheap just cut off the couple dead flowers planted them they grew really nice they lasted like a long time in the fall and um it was really great and then i've also have um some hydrangeas that were looking kind of scrappy that were on a clearance rack when i bought them this was a while ago like years ago and um i was like you know what i'm gonna get these they were like super cheap and I planted them, and hydrangeas are um, perennial. So, you know, once they die for the season and they come back, like anything that didn't look quite right isn't going to look like that anymore. It's a brand new plant every year. You, not a brand new plant, but, you know, it grows back every year. So, um, and they're really nice. They're like a really neat flower. It's not like a typical hydrangea that's like the ball. It's like they have like a really pretty like flat flower. And either, regardless, it's worth checking out to see if, where you're shopping has a clearance rack for plants because you can definitely get some good things there. So make sure to look for that. Another tip I have is to reuse a por portion of your potting mix. Now this is where professionals might hear me say this and think, what, you can't do that. But I do it every single year. Um, I do buy new potting mix every year. Um, but it's expensive and I just, I can't afford, I do a lot of buckets, containers, I do hanging baskets and um, I really like planting stuff in containers and baskets. So it costs a lot of money to refill them with fresh potting mix like they say you're supposed to every year. At least I'm pretty sure that that's what um, anyone I've talked to has said you should fill it with fresh um, soil because it has, because the potting mix has all the fertilizer and it only lasts like a period of time or whatever. Um, but what I've been doing, and I have never had a, had a problem, is I buy um, potting mix, about half of what I would need for all my containers, and I take what's already in the containers and I empty it out and like put it into a wheelbarrow. And you gotta like break it up anyway because it gets hard in the, um, in the containers. And I just like break it all up and I put it in the wheelbarrow and then I mix it with the new potting mix that I bought and just kind of mix it all together. And then I put it back in the container, plant my stuff in there. Um, I do add some fertilizer, like um, just like regular, like general purpose miracle Grow. I'll like, um, not like the sprinkle on kind, but like I have the kind that you put in like a, um, a watering can. It's like the granules and you put them in, you mix it up with water and then you water the plants with them. I do that like throughout the season. And I think that probably adds whatever maybe they might be missing from not having all fresh potting mix. But that's just a tip. It works for me. So that's, that's what I do with the potting mix. Um, another tip is to split your perennials. Um, so instead of buying new perennials, um, you can split many um, types of perennials, such as hostas, um, ornamental grasses I have that I've split. And um, you can, what, what you can do is you can literally split the plant, you, you dig it up, and you can divide it 
into two to three plants, you can kind of see when you dig it up, it's pretty obvious like where the plant would split apart. And you can make multiple plants with that one plant. Now, when you first plant it, they're gonna be small, but they're gonna grow back into a full-size plant. Like when you first divide them up, of course, they're gonna be smaller. But um, you can really save a lot of money by just splitting some plants that you have or if you just bought a couple of new ones, if you give them some time to grow over a couple of years, as they grow, then start splitting them instead of continuing to go out and buy more of the same types of plant. Um, if you do a quick online search for what types of plants you can um, split, you'll find lots of information. And um, one listener um, in our Facebook group had mentioned that she was actually also able to save a lot of money with this method, but by getting splits of plants from a friend. So, you know, there might, you might have someone who's really into gardening and might have some excess. Um, you know, maybe they have a lot of plants that they're going to split just for like the health of them, because I think it's good to not let, let them like bunch up too much. Um, so they might, or they might just want to share. Um, so check, you know, with people you know, there's also um, local Facebook groups where sometimes people are willing to, to trade or like swap or even just get rid of stuff. So um, I would definitely recommend looking in those areas too if you don't have any that you have that you um, can currently split or, you're, or you just purchased new ones and they're not, haven't been around long enough to do that. You can also grow plants from cuttings. So like um, this isn't actually just splitting them, this is like cutting off a piece of the plant itself. So some examples of um, plants you can do this with are hydrangeas, geraniums, butterfly bushes, and mums, um, but there's many more. Um, and again, I would look online specifically how to do this for the type of plant that you're looking to grow because they're not all done in the same method, but it's definitely a way to save money on landscaping your yard because you're basically creating a new plant from what already exists. Um, another tip is to really just try to find low maintenance plants. Um, you don't wanna try and, um, you wanna try not to get plants that require a ton of time and money to take care of. Um, you don't want plants that require a ton of water. Of course, there's gonna be certain things like maybe if you're growing vegetables or if, like I said, if you have annuals and buckets, like they're gonna need to be watered a lot. But the stuff in the ground, I really try and keep things like hostas um, and you know ornamental grasses and things like that that don't really require a ton of watering. They just kind of live off of what nature provides. And because the more water you have to use, it definitely, um, it costs money. Like every time you're watering plants, it, it, unless you have like a well, um, if you have city water, it costs a lot of money to water those plants. So you wanna keep that in mind. And you also want a plant that's pretty hardy that you can, um, that you don't have to constantly buy lots of different fertilizers and soil additives and things like that. So just something to keep in mind, um, you know, when, you, when you're buying stuff to just try and keep it simple and um, they'll look really nice and you won't have to worry about doing too much care or spending too much money to keep them nice. Another tip I have is if you're doing hanging baskets anywhere, um, to consider planting your own. Um, if you don't own baskets to plant, then of course there will be an initial investment to purchase them. But if you get ones that are decent quality, you can re reuse them year after year. The ones that I have, I've had for many, many years and I reuse them every year. Um, the thing is, is that pre-planted hanging baskets can be really expensive. So if you already have um, 
baskets that you own that you could that hang um you can pick up some um company like a combination of flowers that you like that you want to put together in a hanging basket and they'll help you at the garden centers too on like what ones do well in that type of container and maybe what ones are like trailing that'll kind of go over the basket if that's what you're looking for and it's much less expensive to just buy a couple of little plants and plant them in the container yourself um, I'm sorry, yeah, and the, like the hanging basket yourself rather than buy like a pre-planted hanging basket because they can get really, really expensive. So that's just another thing to think about. Uh, one other tip is to um, plant spreading annuals or ground cover um, because planting things that spread and cover a lot of ground will save you time in weeding and it'll also save on the cost of mulching. Um, one spreading annual that I really love are petunia waves. They really cover a lot of ground and um, they flower like all season and they just look, they just look, I think they look really nice, but they definitely spread out a lot. Um, but if you are going to look for something like that, they're not regular petunias. Regular petunias do not spread. I, they do to a certain extent, like they, they kind of like get a little bit bigger, but they don't like spread like the petunia waves do. They kind of send out these like long arms that flower and um, it's only the waves, not the regular petunia. So if just mentioning that in case you were going to look for those, if you're not familiar with them, um, it's it's only that specific type. But there's other types of ground covers and plants that kind of spread out. Some flower, some don't, but um, you know, it's worth asking because it will definitely save you money in um, if you are going to mulch the beds. And then also, again, um, it's less work weeding because they are going to spread out and cover a lot of the ground, so it'll block weeds from growing up. And then the last tip I have is to purchase some inexpensive lighting. So we have used rope lights and strings of lights to hang in different locations on our patio. Um, I don't recall what the lighting that we have used cost, but I know it definitely wasn't a lot. Um, I know that like one string of lights that we have had, it's got like cute little lanterns on it. It's like one of those like kind of like a like a string of lights you would have for like um, Christmas lights, like that type of light. And um, but it's got like little like lanterns that hang from it, and it's really cute. I think I might have paid like ten dollars at most at Target. Um, a good time to pick them up is like on clearance when they have um, like the, when they're starting to get rid of like the summer stuff, if you take a look for anything like that, a lot of times you can find um, lighting and things like that on clearance. That's when I got those and we've had them for a really long time and it doesn't cost a lot, but it makes it look really nice. Um, you know, like especially like on a summer night when you wanna go sit outside and you know, you have like the little lighting, it just, it just makes it like a nice environment. Um, they also have like inexpensive solar lights that you can just kind of stick into the ground in like flower beds um, around your deck or patio, um, things like that. So I hope some of these were helpful. Um, this is not fully my, obviously my area of expertise is not landscaping, um, but these are just some things that I've done to save money on trying to make the yard look nice over the years. So I hope that this was helpful um, in some way. Um, I did enjoy doing this episode, but I, I'm sure there's probably maybe other things. If you have other tips, um, feel free to share. Um, you know, I would love to um, maybe do another episode in the future on this topic if anybody has any other things 
that could be helpful to others. So if you would like to email me with any questions or suggestions, you can reach me at life at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Life. I also have a YouTube channel under the same name. Um, the YouTube channel is the same as this podcast. Uh, it's just um, a video form of the podcast, but it's not like a live video. It's just listening to the podcast on YouTube if that format is um, easier for you to access. And I do also have a website with blog posts um, that tie into the show episodes. I just started getting those on. So that website is lolasfrugallife.com. You can also join our private listeners group at facebook.com slash groups slash lolasfrugallife. And if you enjoy the show, please make sure to subscribe. And if you can take a couple seconds to rate and review the podcast, that would be really helpful to me. It's supposed to really um, help with uh, the where the show um, turns up in search results and helps more people find it. So that would be really great if you could do that. So that is it for today. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a really awesome day.